When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. To come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. Right. So make it stop. First of all, that <laughs> countdown, we have, if you're watching us live on YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook, we have a 30-second countdown clock. I thought somebody recalibrated it to like 30 minutes. It seemed like it took forever. Mm-hmm. One little thing, one little thing throws me off. And the, like I'm, I'm at that fat kid trying to learn to ride a bike, and you hit one pebble, and you start wobbling, and then you hit the ditch. Everything's over. It's I'm in the like, ditch. You dropped yeah. your pop, your, sl- your slushy went this way, everything in your basket fell out because Pat did have a basket. Well, if it was, I did, I did have a basket, a banana seat, and not a slushy. I had an Oreo cookie blizzard, hence the fact that I was 212 and five foot two. Oreo cookie blizzards forever. I'm not kidding you. That, that's one of, that is always my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, M&Ms are okay. Oreo cookies. All the way. All, all, the, all day long, Oreo cookies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, Facebook Friday. Thanks for jumping in. Appreciate it. Love to hear from you guys. <clears throat> of course, John Carroll, as per the usual. Hi, Johnny. Sitting out at the farm. Good morning, Good morning. Liz. Also, hello, guys. Checking the comments. If you guys don't, you two forget also to check the comments because sometimes they pertain to you. <laughs> I know. I sometimes forget about the comments. Sometimes you do. Don't forget about I them. do. Um, and then a uh, special guest today. That was going to join us. He's going to join us for a short time here. We've got to, hello. How are you doing? <laughs> the grin. I don't know about special. But... Well, well, you're special. Something. That's, a, that's the rumor. And I'm, I'm hearing echoey too. Somebody's echoing. I don't know who's echoing, but somebody's echoing. I'm going to say I mean, it's the new guy. He's got headphones yeah, on. on he's got headphones on though. I don't know. I hear the echo too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's weird. When it might... <laughs> I Let me love, break down my eye rig. Here. I love we always do our live tech run throughs. After if it's fine, working fine before we go live, then we go live, and then again another wobble, and here's the fat kid in the ditch again. Yes. <laughs> down in the yep. Uh, so Andrew uh, Andrew Rogers, he's been on with us before, but from Herd at Sports, and um, <laughs> him and Anna and ever the whole Herd at Sports team have been out at the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Actually, Yesterday the whole Herd at team. Her, oh, whole Herd at team. Whole, like, yeah, Joe all... was there too. The umbrella of all the Everybody. Herdat team. Well, the only person I didn't see was Pat. Right. Mm-hmm. I wore my shirt today, though, so I could. That Matt, right there, so I could go out there. Right. So you could. Yeah. So uh-huh. I, yeah. So I can. Choose <laughs> it up in the chalet. Yeah. Um, no, that was that was legit, man. That was fun. Was it cool? I didn't get to go into the one on 18. I went to I went to all of them. I went to all of them. I made the round. I don't have that seniority status like so, you. <laughs> I stole somebody's lanyard. How many chalets do they have? Tons. Well, there's, like, there, <laughs> there's, like, for days? there's like four or five. I'm not shot, but they're just like four or five like uh hospitality tents for the Pinnacle Bank Championship yeah. that's going on at it. Indian Creek. And um so around eight, 17 and 18 is where you're gonna find all the people walking around with white claws. White claws. 
not me. I was I was ranch water the whole way. Anyway, um, <laughs> what's ranch water? Vodka, tequila. Oh, um, it's ranch hidden water. valley and water. <laughs> it's, it's tequila, <laughs> and fizzy, tequila, and fizzy water, tequila, and fizzy water, and a lime with a splash of tequila. Maybe a splash. So, Andrew, how's the tournament? Everything going? Day one go well. Day one went really well, and it wasn't as hot as I think a lot of people predicted, so that was really nice. Although we did hear some murmurs from some of the golfers, like, ooh, you know, the conditions weren't uh, as ideal as they probably wanted them to be. But for the most part, they didn't seem to be overly affected by those. Uh, but outside of that, um, the volunteers were amazing when we were out there, and, and it's just an overload of volunteers. So thank goodness for them because that event could not run without them. Um the staff, the Pinnacle Bank staff and the Corn Ferry Tour staff did an awesome job day one, helping us kind of navigate to um, get players, uh, get set up, you know, find our location to podcast and uh, uh, really just did a good job of explaining everything to fans and to media. Um, now, I'm going to uh, guess you didn't have to park at down at 204th and Dodge. No, I got Lotto. I got the media parking. And I may <laughs> abuse that today when I go back as a fan. I may try. <laughs> I don't know. You can just carpool right. with me. I'm just like, because, yeah, but but I will say this. Uh, spectator parking is at 204th and Dodge, which is at the community college. And there's signs everywhere. And so it directs you back to this big parking lot. And they have, like, 100 buses. Um, there's school, school buses, buses, right? Yeah. So, wait take you back um and so <laughs> is somebody gonna spit on me and give me an atomic wedgie again just be careful where you sit no i already at. wrote your phone number though on the back of one <laughs> of the chairs for a good time page that they are they're really it's really pretty quick i mean it's like they'll take whatever you know a crew of people that are all walking together and then they take off the next bus pulls up load them up take off go it's it's a pretty quick turnaround and they drop you down at the bottom of the hill right at the gate at indian creek and so it's easy so, and then same thing coming back. It was piece of cake. So do not fear if you're like, oh my God, I want to park that far away. It's pretty easy. Uh, and yeah. I, I know, Andrew, we uh, had you in here for another reason to not just talk about that, but you had another story of something happened earlier in the week, but hold on to that for a second. Okay. Because this morning when he came in to pick up some equipment, uh, what did you and your girlfriend do last night? Oh, we went and played sand volleyball for the first time in a long time. And yes. it was at a bar uh, over in Ralston called Winchester's. If that's familiar to uh, the Omaha crowd, I'm still fairly new to the area, so I had to use Google Maps to get there. And <laughs> we, our, our feet today are so exfoliated. Like you would think they, if, 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 if I went to a masseuse today, she'd be like, wow, you take really good care of your feet. <laughs> and no, it's just I go to a bar that has rocky sand and sunflower seeds spewing up that, you know, could potentially puncture. And uh, it was a blast. It it's really awesome. was fun. But after game one, I was like, okay, I think we're only playing like, you know, you play two, you win, then you play another team. So we, we were there for back-to-back -back games uh, or matches, I should say. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> when we played the first one, though, I got done. I looked at Ashley and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my feet are killing me. She's like, oh, my gosh, my feet are too. And we looked at the bottom of our feet and they just looked destroyed and also really dirty because, you know, dirty sand is different than going to like Aruba and stepping on sand <laughs> <Dirty> there. Sand. <laughs> <laughs> and not that I've been to Aruba, but I, just, I can imagine. That You've going seen to the Aruba, pictures. Yeah, it's You've seen nice. the pictures. <laughs> but even today I, I told Pat, I'm like, you know, my feet look smooth, but they also look like my grandma's face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that really meant, but what does that mean? What does that mean? Is They're it just like really hairy and filled wrinkly. with holes? Wrinkly? Oh my! Are they pruned up or what's the deal? 
No. I don't want to see him, so don't put that camera down Sorry, there. Sorry, my, my computer. Save, <laughs> it, yeah, save it for wiki feet. Um, there, there are some battle scars. Uh, yeah, I won't okay. show them off. I mean, okay. and you guys filled in for like, like you were subbing for some friends of yours. And at what age do people like? I remember, remember being your age and be like, "Oh my god, I'll sub for softball and bowling and this." Oh, at yeah. what age do you start making excuses for not being able to sub for people on things? You know, that's interesting because I thought about doing that yesterday because I was working all day at the PBC. I was on my feet all day at the Pinnacle Bank Championship, and I was like, "But we kind of we really like sand volleyball." Um, I don't know if I'll ever stop. Uh, I still have an echo, you guys. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna stop you just for a real quick second. Just do you hear the, hear the echo? I do. Yeah, it started again. I don't know. It why. started back up again. It's like it, it's a little distracting. I'm yeah. just gonna. Say, I don't know where it's coming from. I, I think, really don't. I I think I think it might be coming from Johnny because I just muted John. And I don't hear the echo anymore. What? Yeah, yeah it's, I think it, I think that might be. It. I don't know. John. <laughs> He's so, trying to just sit there being quiet. He's not doing anything. <laughs> He's just sitting there causing an echo. <laughs> John, I don't blame you. <laughs> Sound like we're underwater sometimes, Lisa. <laughs> that I don't know if I can answer that question though that you presented. Well, I know, I know. For I me, it was thirty, like thirty. I no, stopped. Pat. I mean, we just played. Remember? No, okay, no. Just... Start subbing for people though. I didn't. I didn't sub. I haven't played. I haven't subbed for people for a long time. Like if I was in a league, whatever. But I wouldn't sub for people. I well depends on the sport, dude. Yeah, Golf, no, I know. Any day. Any day. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I played my last softball game. What was it? It would have been six years ago. That was my last softball game. Yeah, it's been a, it's been longer than that for me. I love softball. Yeah, that was that was it. That was and that was the season that I biffed it big time. I biffed big time. Hard. Was there a video of that of you falling? Hmm? Was there a video of that? Thank God, no. Oh. <laughs> There's pictures of my knee. My knee was uh-huh. unbelievable. But yeah. But uh, you'll have to talk to Heidi about that someday. That's where she ran into the fence that season. Yeah, that's right. right. (laughs) Sounds like a sounds like a train wreck of a season. This is where I fell and she hit the fence. (laughs) If we get out of this season alive, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) But it was fun. It says, "Turn down your speakers, John." Somebody says that. Are your speakers on, John? We just have regular speakers. Poor Johnny just sitting there like I'm not like, doing anything. He's just guys. listening. <laughs> I'll just try to mute him again and see how. It, yeah, I don't know. Is yeah. it? Is it? It's him. Yeah, because he's muted now again. And in, in, in that, it is super crazy. There you go. All right, well, you're back in there, Johnny. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. John, John just exits the conversation. <laughs> oh my god, John, we got to talk about your pictures behind you too. John has left the chat. I know, John. Had, did you see all his artwork behind him? Yeah, looks great. What the heck? I thought that was Jesus on the. I think right it's side. Jesus on the right. Is that Jesus I don't know. on the right? Can you hear me? My mic working? Am I echoing? You go. No, Am you're I good now. Annoying? Am I being annoying? <laughs> no, you're fine. When you're talking, well, you're not annoying. No, I was drawing a, a few nights ago, and I'm just because you're like I've been playing, so I drew them upside down. So I was doing the drawings upside down, and then I would turn them to see what they looked like when I was. Done. You want to be a street hustler, don't you? <laughs> so, yeah, that's what they ended up being. I love this one, though. This was the first one. Oh, that's Chad, I, then, isn't it? Is that Chad? It's a drag queen. Oh, oh and he got that one, the other one. I was saying, Jesus is chatty. Yeah, there's the drag queen. There's the drag queen, got it. This one, I was like, kind of, I don't know if it was Jesus or if it was just it kind of a, like, kind of a homeless, a homeless person. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well... 
That's what I thought. Okay, yeah. that's okay. Yeah, but that's it's very good. good. Either way, it's good. And tell yeah. us about that one on the left. Looks like a tree's coming out of her head or his head. Yeah, I don't know. It looks good. It looks great. Yeah. That's crazy you did that upside down. Yeah. yeah. What inspired awesome. you to do it upside down? I've just been playing with just like different things. And uh, Chad and I were just in here and I started drawing and I was like, I said, you know, I just want to like just draw and just just do it without like being able to like see what I'm actually, you know, because you're doing upside down. I thought, let me just see what actually comes oh. out. We were listening to. I uh, thought you were physically upside down. Like, like your blood. I'm like, and I'm like, how, how long did it take? Didn't you want to pass like out? I did. I'm like, me? I swear to God, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, wait, I'm trying to justify this in my head. It's like, how, why, what? I was all black was doing a headstand. Right, what? <laughs> Hanging like an opossum. Serious oh. cosplay. Yeah. I tell you, it almost blinded me when that light bulb went off over your head. Right. Matt. Ding. <laughs> I love I it. I figured out what the echo was. Remember when it's Patrick Swayze would. We were holding the rope so I don't crash. Yeah. And- Land on my head. I'm like, I'm almost done. <laughs> What's your Patrick Swayze reference? Now you got to explain. Well, that. like in Ghost, when he would jump into the bodies and the the, I, the body would the human body would like j- lunge forward. That's how that's I felt when I got the idea. It. Yeah. He, all of a sudden, baby, he, what did you do with your hair? Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so I always think of wasn't there an artist that did something like at a ho- hockey game, and she did the mm-hmm. the soldiers that were raising the flag, and she would do it upside down, and then they'd spin it back it was around. Unbelievable. That one wow. Yeah. In, oh, that's cute. It's a Pokemon. <laughs> Jonachu. <laughs> it's a Pokemon. <laughs> He'll draw anything. Right. <laughs> Whatever. He's just a Pokemon. Yay. <laughs> um, Andrew, and then uh you're what you were sitting in the spot where something happened to you earlier in the week. He's oh, on same his, spot. He's, he's on his deck. He's on same his are you in an apartment spot. or a house? Okay. Here, can I, is, how do I make my screen not look blurry? Um, there's oh, like background. Your backgrounds should be, you, yeah. you have to go down to the bottom where it says settings. Yep. And then there should be under that. Oh, I see, see virtual background. Okay. There you go. All right, I'm back. There you go. Yay! There. I was wondering what was going on there. <laughs> not very tech savvy for my age. <laughs> but so I'm sitting in this spot. It. What, what day was this? <laughs> Pat, when did I tell you this? Story? I think it was Tuesday. Tuesday? excuse me. So I'm sitting in this spot and I'm drafting up an email and it was an email that I was, you know, making sure that all my grammar was, and I do this in every email, but I was overloading it because it was going to somebody of high importance. And I I was checking my spelling and grammar and I was like reading every line 15 times. And then all of a sudden, you know, when you are like really honed into a project and you're just, you're just working, working, all of a sudden I hear, and I'm like, started to like freak out in my head, but I didn't move yet. And a bird smacked me in the shoulder <laughs> and I'm sitting right here next to my glass door and oh. like in the corner of my patio and a little bird, I think it was like a finch or something, uh, came over and I- I'm sitting in the crime scene right now. It hit me <laughs> in the shoulder and then it just smacked the the pavement. And of course I'm freaking out because it hit me like four or five times, not realizing that it ran into a person. Oh, you know, it's probably a baby, right? I would, I would, there are a lot of babies that are flying. I just saw one the other day at Petco, it was literally sitting in the middle of the street right in front of Petco. And I walked over his little robin and I walked over to it and it's just like sitting there and it's looked up at me like, Oh god, oh god, she's gonna touch me. It takes off flying, like, but meanwhile, this bird yeah, touched me, so yeah, you're right. Normally, it's the other way around. It was probably seeing your window and thinking that was an open way 
to go through because the reflection looks like there's blue sky on the other side. Yeah. Well, so I ran toward the, the main street here and Ashley heard me scream like a little girl from inside <laughs> and uh, came to the door and I'm like, don't open it. The bird's right out there. If it gets to the apartment, I'm going to freak out. And then my dog Molly was out here with me and I, I am so, it, you would have thought that I got like attacked by a rabid dog, but it was just a little bird about the size of a baseball. And I'm like, Molly, go scare it. Go scare oh it away. <laughs> and Molly's running around like she can't figure out what I'm talking about. And I'm like, I'll do it myself. Oh my God. I hate that when that happens when the birdies and they they hit the window. Cause you'll hear it every once in a while. The unmistakable like, thump. And and it just and I one hit the window by where I was sitting a couple weeks ago. It just it was Sunday morning. It's just so loud and jarring and that mm. you just know exactly what it is as soon as you hear it. I'd rather be scared from it hitting the window than me. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're hitting your body. That is <laughs> like I was in a scary movie, and I watch too many scary movies. Uh, so it's like, yeah. you know, when I got hit by the bird, I'm like, I'm cursed. That's Something's it. coming after me. There is there is something about, I think if you, I can't remember what the, the uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's bad luck if a bird hits your car windshield. Um, and I can't remember or hits. And, and there is something about a bird hitting you or your car. Something, And I can't remember what it was because I remember a friend of mine years ago, she got in a bad car accident right prior to it. Her car got hit by a bird. It was just like it happened and it scared her to death that it happened. And, and that thought went through her mind and then she got hit and it was oh, just man. like, Oh God, that's scary. So be careful out there, bud. Cause that birdie, see, you got to watch out for the birdies at the golf course. I'm trying now to think if anything bad happened to me after that. Cause I think right? the bad luck was actually getting hit by the bird. It might be, <laughs> you might've just rolled it all up into one. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Oh or at God. least Ashley thinks I, yeah. I, I stepped like three spots lower on the man status for, for my scream to the sidewalk. That's okay, man. Own it. Be That's, that's your truth. It's your truth. It's fine. If you're oh, scared my God. So oh, what time goodness. are you going to have to be out to Pinnacle today? Um, I'm actually going out around one o'clock, but I get to go out as a spectator today. So we did a bunch of work yesterday to overload content for today. And then we'll go back out Saturday and Sunday. We'll be out there for close to 12 hours, both of those days. Um, and that's, yeah. you know, the nature of the beast sometimes. Well, I was going to say Saturday and Sunday, they have later start times. I think the early one was yesterday. They do. At six or six. They do, but there's a lot of, uh, like social media content we can grab. So there's a yeah. putting challenge with, I, I believe some kids that are is Lots on of kids Saturday. Dan Family Beaver. Day. Yeah. Dan Beaver's coming out Saturday as well. So we're hoping to produce some content with him. And then you're right. Yeah. The, the, well, the podcast will be in the morning, but then it's going to be building content for Sunday and then tracking storylines because it's ever so changing with guys on the bubble right now, where they're going to place, depending on how they shoot that day. For, well, for people that don't know, this is, this is the end, like the last um, event. It is. Guys who are trying to get their card and it they is. have the, in the regular ceremony season. on Sunday, right? Yeah, so in the regular season, it, it was crazy. So I had to take like a Corn Ferry 101 class myself uh, over the past two weeks just to be able to figure out how the farm system of golf actually works. So the 25 cards that are out there are for those that lead the regular season point totals. And then 26 through 75 in the Corn Ferry Tour lock up a spot in the Corn Ferry Tour finals, which takes place over the next three weeks. And then they also get paired up with 126 to 200 of the guys that lost their card on the PGA tour. Mm. So then all of those guys then meet up, play in the corn fairy finals, and then 25 more cards are given to the guys that mm -hmm. score the highest there. So the ceremony on Sunday, what time is that? Like at three or something? I'm sorry. Say that There's again. a ceremony on Sunday that's like at three. Is it three? Something? 
I was just talking to Hannah, one of our girls, um, and was trying to figure out that because she said it's pretty cool. Uh, when they hand out the cards? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it at that early? I thought it was I, later. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's I was just, I mean, granted, we were all just talking over White Claws. <clears throat> so I don't know. <laughs> we just throw it stuff out and like see nine. what sticks. I'm not trying to put anything in mm-hmm. cement here. I'm just <laughs> making conversation. <laughs> no, don't change any posters. <laughs> so there is a guy getting his PGA card. His name's Ben Griffin. And his story is fantastic. So last week he actually played on the PGA tour because he got a sponsorship exemption to play in the Wyndham championship. So he goes to play that and scores. Like, I think he tied for fourth in that tournament. He made like 385,000. That's that's over a hundred thousand more than he's made on the corn Ferry tour. So in one weekend, he made a hundred grand more than he would normally make uh, just in totality. But the cool part about this kid is, I shouldn't say kid, this man. And the cool part about this man is he gave up on golf a year ago and he became a mortgage loan officer. And then he got back into golf because he was um, playing in a, a charity tournament, the Price Cutter Charity Championship. And um, he got his, uh, I, I guess, spot in the qualifier because members of the club that he was playing at paid for him to play in the qualifier. He then made the qualifier shot like three under missed the cut, which is okay because he had a, you know, a phenomenal first two days and then got a endorsement deal with cap tech. And the rest is kind of history. He's back all in on golf. That's so after crazy. a year of, of retiring from the game, because wow. he, he wasn't feeling, you know, that he was playing to, to the best of his ability. He's now back and he's going to get his tour card. See, on that's Sunday. probably the best thing that could have happened to him because he, he got it out of his head. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You just kind of just, yeah. every, he was, at, we were talking to Jay Moore on the show yesterday and he said, you know, it, it's because he didn't, carry as much pressure anymore because he went out to play golf because he loved to play golf and then for his love of the game it got him back into playing competitively that's awesome that is cool very cool and you talk about your show when he gets his card does he get to stay forever or is it like just for one year so so you get a year so you get a year year. now you gotta perform and you have the, the chance to lose it if you place in the PGA Tour, in the FedEx Cup rankings mm-hmm. um, at 126 to 200. If you fall into that, then you lose your card, but you could still get it on the Corn Ferry Finals. But if you um, obviously don't if place don't, above don't, in the 125, then you, you start back it. over. Yep. Dang. Got it. Wow. People yeah. can kind of bounce back and forth if they're kind of at that level. Right. Got it. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. What show you're talking? You said your show. What show are you talking about? That you inside the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Anybody can listen to that on uh, their favorite podcast sites. I prefer the podcast app on the iPhone, but you can listen to it on Spotify, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that's where we are, and we have some really good guests coming up too. Saturday, Megan Whitaker from uh, Nebraska Women's Golf is joining us, and she wins almost every tournament known to man, and so she's a great uh, perspective to grab, uh, especially yeah. from somebody that's played the course. Uh, we'll also have Kevin Price on, who is the farm system guru for the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, so he knows everything and anything. You could ask him a question, and he's like, I got your answer. I, 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 know, I know what you're talking about. So I'm going to ask him what type of grass they're using at the club at Indian <laughs> Creek. We're going to see if he knows that. Um, Go deep, man. Go deep. Yeah. And then on Sunday, we have Josh Peters from Omaha Golf, uh, Omaha Men's Golf. So we have some good guests lined up and we're excited to, to see where that takes us. Sweet. Cool. Uh, and we'll link to it in our description here too. That and Please. all the Herd at Sports, Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Because go, go follow them good and follow deal. Andrew and Anna. 
Well, thanks, buddy, for joining us. Thanks. Hey, Take, thank you, guys. You got Enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Take it easy right. on the birds, okay? <laughs> yeah. We'll see I'm you going later. back inside. Yeah. Yes. Put, put, your helmet, put your deck helmet on and go Nature's back inside. Nature's not his thing, okay? <laughs> I should have a baseball helmet for the show. That would have been hilarious. Uh, all right, buddy. We'll see you. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm oh, hanging in there. Okay, everything's right. Now I got to ask you, is your microphone on? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Does it sound like he's on his microphone? It sounds like he's on. I don't know. I think at we this just, point. We have to do our tech check during the show yeah. every every week. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. We, yes. We got, we heard you before the first time. It sounded different, but it's not, you sound fine. Then there's no echo. Very so fine. It's a we net positive. Yeah. So, is this all right. Or is... Well, that's muted. So it's, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're muted now, buddy. <laughs> is this good here? There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> is that one better? Yep. All right. Awesome. Me and this microphone, my gosh. We want to make sure we get the full effect. I know. I echo and then I like do other things. I've got my little. You got other things going on. That's okay. Yeah. That's all right. A lot of stuff going on. We've um, and wanted to talk to you anyway about this because um, we had a couple of big stories that hit this last week in the entertainment world. Um, yes. Just wanted to get your your two cents, but um, one of them being Ann Hash having that uh, car accident that happened last weekend, and she's still in extremely critical condition. Um, just to go back, I think Pat had brought it to the table that um, it was announced that she had slipped into a coma. We were wondering if she was put under, you know, to put in one because of the burns or what happened. Um, but I think she still is in a coma. I think. So last night, because I've been kind of following it. Um, so, yeah, I think she was put into a medically induced coma, but because of her being in the car for so long and the pulmonary damage that happened mm -hmm. to her lungs. Because of the smoke um, inhalation. Right. So they did scans and they announced last night she's not expected to survive, um, that she suffered a anoxic brain injury and they're looking to see if her organs are viable for donation. And oh they, they found co cocaine in her system. Is that correct? Or some, some yeah. other drugs? No alcohol? Yeah, it was cocaine and fentanyl. Wow. Found in her system. Oh my God. Now the fentanyl, yeah. see, now I have to ask this because of what we've seen happen. I don't know if you saw, hold on, I got to grab this real quick. Uh, but fentanyl itself, it shows up. Be, if, if anybody being, you know that, and, and you throw this out there, cut into if anybody everything. uses any casual, uh, yeah, whatever, recreational drugs, you right. don't know what's in it. And That's I have right. to say, nobody, I would think, I can't imagine taking fentanyl intentionally unless your doctor is prescribing right. it. Um, and it would have to be something that was an accidental overdose or it was right. given to her. Wow. Um, there was a, a graphic that came out talking about synthetic opioid deaths, which include the, the, the fentanyl being included. And this, this absolutely shook me. I want you to listen to this yeah. real quick here yeah. from 2019 to 2020. So they haven't even included this year mm -hmm. in uh, New York. They saw an increase of 60% more deaths, 83% more deaths in Arizona. And in Nebraska, 171% increase wow. in deaths from those drugs. It's true. And Nebraska is, I think, leading the nation or close to it with those. And so that was because of the amount that travels through true. here. Right. Um, but that is, that's scary. Yeah. I mean, so it makes you wonder like if she had Coke in her system and was mm -hmm. drinking, was fentanyl found because it was cut in the Coke or what that's she, what I would think I, that's, that's where I thought, I just thought because all of that it's, they're just cutting everything with that stuff, which is like so counterintuitive. They're killing their somebody, customers. Well, if somebody wants to do Coke, they don't want fentanyl. 
<laughs> like no. it's the exact but, opposite effect on the body. So why are I think they it's a cheap? Just a cheap, you know, additive or whatever is it a they call filler it. or something. Yeah, I mean, it's just cheap. It's why synthetic. Would they, why would you do it though? Because you literally are killing your client base. Yeah, yeah it makes no sense. It, it makes, makes no, no sense. sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think probably because the addictive nature to it, it's like a double addiction because if it's cut in there, you're probably becoming, you know, the high is probably different. You know, it's I like, yeah. I, I read the same thing about those numbers in Nebraska and it's because of fentanyl being cut in. And or then, the pills that are made to look exactly like right. uh-huh. you think you're taking this and it's actually this right. and right. you just don't know. And, and so of course it's not scientific, so it's not like it's pharmaceutical grade, you know, but, but it looks like it is. Yeah. Everything right. they look like, Oh, yeah. I took these from my mom's cabinet or, you know, you know, it's like that kind of, it's like, man, you can't trust anybody because they may not know what they have. It's not that the people you're getting so it from. Yeah. That's so the thing is, yeah. They're, they're like, well, if you get it from somebody you can trust, it's like, no, they don't know. They're not, they may not intentionally be doing it. They probably aren't. And I, I think yeah. about that stuff all the time with yeah. the kids getting the, at the age where they are and getting into college yeah. and, you know, being, you know, how stupid we all were back in college. And after that, it's like, you guys just, it, it's a different day. It's a different time. Do not try anything. And I know our parents all said that don't do drugs, don't this, but like now, nowadays it's like, it's legit one pop and you could be done. Can kill you. Mm-hmm. Scary. Just like that. Wow. I had not yeah. heard that, John. I hadn't heard that part about yeah. that she was not. I read it before I went to sleep and I, it was the first thing I looked at this morning because I just, the whole thing is just so tragic and, you know, and yeah. social media can be such a bummer because it's so reactionary anymore. And so right when the first stuff started coming out, you know, it was like all these like firebombs of just stuff, you know, being yeah. thrown and very, you know, very accusatory and this, that, and the other. And, you know, because obviously her being a celebrity and, and Ellen's ex, you know, was all this focus. And then, you know, what's funny is I didn't see anything about Ellen for the longest time until, right. until Ellen came out right. and made her statement. There yeah. was, I didn't see any mention of Ellen. I saw mention of her ex-husband. What's his name? Tupper? James Tupper. James Tupper. Yeah, James Tupper. <clears throat> um, which then that's him down the rabbit hole of looking at him because I'm like from Men in Trees because I remember when he was in that show. Right. And then yeah. I'm like, what has he been doing lately? I'm like, oh my God, he's like in everything I've been watching for Pete's sake. He's been in a lot of shows. Um, but you know, he came out right away. Um, yeah. and I think and that's she had a she son had with Holy right? LaFoon. What's oh, that? She, who she had the son before she was with James? Yeah, so she she had a son with Coley LaFoon, and Coley right. was like like in I think in the crew, you know, like film crew type stuff. And then they had he, he, that uh, son is 20. And then the other son with James Tupper is 13. So you're just seeing all this stuff on social media. And I'm just like, yo, like, you know, put your phone down. Like, I mean, this is, you know, yeah. somebody to be in that condition to end up doing what she, I mean, it, it, I horrible. I mean, like raised tons of money for the house and the woman that lost her home and lost everything that's there. Well, but that like, was addiction is just a nasty, nasty, mm-hmm. awful mm-hmm. disease. You know, and when you're a celebrity and you're like everything, it's just so accelerated and exaggerated anyway. And, you know, when they pulled her out, it was just so sad. And I I was really worried she would not survive when I saw the accident, just knowing her being trapped and what happens to the lungs when you breathe in that superheated air. It's like those horses at that stable, why so many of Mm -hmm. them died and survived. Their lungs Mm -hmm. were destroyed. You know, yeah. the physical bodies made it out of there, but their lungs were destroyed. Let me ask this. So I wasn't aware that she had an addiction problem. I wasn't aware there was a drug history. 
So, so yeah. I think a lot of people, a lot of the reactions that you were seeing, because there was so much talk about, and honestly, yeah. it was very conciliatory. It was very, uh, no, it was the word I'm looking for. People were, were genuinely concerned about her and they were then, and then people started getting pissed off because they're like, dude, do you right. realize that the girl that rented that house lost everything, everything. Right. and she's a renter and, right. and, and she will get money to get some shit back, but for the most, that's not going to get her personal stuff back. Sure, I think absolutely. I look at this morning and she's at $140,000 is what they've raised so far for her. And that's people doing like five bucks at a time. Right. Yeah, that's cool. You know, which is um, awesome. I mean, which, which is, is fantastic because at first you didn't realize because you're thinking, oh, the house got hit. Well, they have insurance. You know, it's like, but still right. she was in the room when it happened. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, the, I think a lot of people were pissed because they knew she was intoxicated, mm -hmm. but they, there was, I hadn't seen anything about her, her having a drug history, yeah. but they were like, Oh, she just did a podcast and they were drinking on the podcast and she was popping vodkas and she was refined vodka, you know, that, that, and this and that. And I'm sure refined is ecstatic. Oh, I'm sure that. they're yeah, super happy about that publicity. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, yeah, everybody was trying to, <laughs> Everybody wants to be first. Everybody wants yeah. to be first with, with what happened. I get it. But then the other sad story was um, Olivia Newton-John passing away at 73. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, you know, we all knew that she had had fought breast cancer for, what, 30 years. She's Forever. been off and on. Yeah. Has, has been in remission, has come back. But yeah, yeah, she's and just too young. I saw a really cool quote that was in here, as a matter of fact, that came from, let me find it real quick, Rod Stewart to her. And he just said, my great friend Olivia Newton-John has passed away, the perfect lady, gorgeous with great poise and a certain Aussie sophistication. Her spandex trousers in Greece were my inspiration for my do you think I'm sexy era. <laughs> Signed, Sir Rod. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was neat. But what did you, did you have some stuff on Olivia too? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was just, um, you know, one, the breast cancer thing because of my sister's three year anniversary is coming up here in just a couple of weeks. And so anytime any breast cancer, anything comes up, you know, it's, it's always just kind of like, ugh, just a little stab, mm -hmm. you know, in the heart. And I knew, uh, Olivia had been fighting that for, you know, forever and it, it, remission go away. And, you know, I don't know the exact kind of breast cancer that she had that was so indolent and would last, you know, for, for so long, but, um, but Greece and, um, Olivia Newton-John and that whole piece is probably more than any other pop culture, you know, um, moment was like foundational for me. So when I was 13, Greece had come out and, um, it was, one of the first movies I had w went to just as a teenager, you know, got to go to the mall and go to the movies and do all that. But Greece, the album Greece was the very first album I ever bought with my own money. And, um, and so I would just play it in my, my room. And so I learned to do the hand drive. And so, you know, I <laughs> to dance. and so, you know, I would be in there just doing my little thing and there, you know, the whole thing. And, and all the songs. And then later, just over time, you know, when karaoke, the only thing I would ever do karaoke with was, 
you know, summer nights or, you know, songs from Greece is the only ones that I really kind of knew all the words to. And then when I would do like campy fun stuff, it was hopelessly devoted to you. And then later there was a great dance remix that we would dance to in the nineties. And so kind of my go-to fun, like lip sync when we're drinking or whatever it is, is throw on hopelessly devoted to you and like do the whole big numbers and all of that. I mean, years and years and years. I mean, even just literally within like the last month, well, when I was 13, I had that album. And so I, I brought it to this school dance that was like right at the end of the year. And this is it's kind of a sad story, but um, but anyway, I'll just tell it anyway. So I brought my album and I asked the DJ if they would play it. And he said, yeah, would you play that? You know, and will you play the hand jive? So he did. So, you know, and I don't, you know, I was just whatever precocious 13 year old. So I just started like just doing a little dance by myself. And so then this other classmate who was, uh, it was in eighth grade. So they, there was busing that was going on. So she was a 13 year old black girl that had been bussed out. So her and I were like then riffing off each other. And pretty soon the whole school dance was just circled around us. Okay. So I'm envisioning the dance competition in Greece because yeah. <laughs> you two are dancing and everybody's standing there watching, watching them dance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and they were clapping and like, Oh, we're just doing it. It was fantastic. I'm all sweaty and all this stuff. So I go under the bleachers to get a drink of water. And like these white boys, about five white boys come and circle me and they beat me up because I was dancing with a black girl Whoa! and they beat me up under the bleachers and I was able to get out the side door and I ran all the way home and I never saw my album again because oh. I, I literally had to flee the gym, the gym because of these like, Oh my bullies. gosh. And is this at your that, school? So that like moment of my life is just like frozen in yeah. time. And so and Olivia died. It was, you know, I was really just sad because, um, you know, I just think now like where we're at with a lot of that stuff and all these years later and, and how some things just have still not changed. Um, but I really understood what hate was because, I mean, it was very scary. I mean, I was like thrown up against a wall and these guys were bigger than me. And, and they used some really strong language to mm -hmm. describe the person I was dancing with. Um, and dropping the N word and well, all of that. Obviously yeah. ignorant. And so, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, that's that the, uh, sadly at that age that carries way more weight than it should mm -hmm. because oh, they're, I hope, I hope that they live with that memory too. And I hope they're, they're probably ashamed. Sadly, they uh, probably have done it many times where they probably possibly, don't remember that specific one. Or Somebody possibly they do remember what and I'm sorry to cuss like that, but I, I seriously, I'm just like, maybe they do remember that. Maybe they have made changes and I hope they have. Oh, um, and you would hope, but, you know, cause we were all still, like, 13. Awful. oh, it was just awful, awful, awful. But, um, but it's so, so crazy. Cause that like literally was like such a huge moment in my life at 13. And on top of it, you know, I mean, I had awareness that I was a gay kid, you know, and, and just, so I had this like high, high moment of dancing and just being free and putting myself out there. And then, you know, the entire class was circling, clapping or dancing. And then that other, you know, that other side. And that was probably like my first, you know, realization of like, wow, this is what like life is. Like, this is like, that's it's too the bad. highs, you know, the highs and the lows and, yeah. you know, everything that's, that's in between. Too bad though, because I have to think that if your classmates knew that, they would have stopped it. I yeah. have to think that if the class, the rest of the, I'm sure that oh, a lot of the yeah. kids were like, where'd John go? You right. know, I mean, I'm sure that she was wondering where'd that guy go? Um, you know, 
I, I'm sure there was a lot of people that did, but, but you didn't get to see that side of it because you were on the other. No, because literally, I mean, I'm just drinking that the water and I turned around. That would have changed your yeah. memory, that impression and that imprint from that right. night. If but it will. never like stopped me from just still, you know, mm-hmm. loving Greece and celebrating it. My, literally my entire life. I, can t- I can't tell you how many times I have seen that movie and have listened to those songs all the way. So when she passed one is I, I i knew she was sick i just didn't know it was impending um and it was just you know just really really sad because 73 to me yeah. is you know young. very young and she just <clears throat> sounded like just such a lovely woman they said you know. i think that uh uh the young girl that played oh she was the one that had that she was like the 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 childlike voice uh in the movie um oh i can't oh, yeah. French, French, play, not Frenchie. Frenchie. Yeah, she had been spending time with her and she said that uh, that when she had last talked to when she first got back in touch with her, um, that she had been in hospice care. She was unable to walk at that point, but she had her family around her and they were taking great care of her and she was in good spirits. Um, And so she had talked to her several times and and I'm going to give you a couple of happy notes. Um, for you to think about just a couple of things. We kind of touched on a couple of these, but um, I've got some other ones just to add to this because I too, huge fan of Olivia Newton-John, um, but she was not the first choice for the role. And right. the first choice for the role included Susan Day and Carrie Fisher. It also mm-hmm. included Marie Osmond, who was number one, but Marie didn't want to do it because she didn't want to be a bad girl and have a cigarette in her mouth. And so that's why she turned she it down. regrets that. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder. And then also that Frankie Avalon, they had first hope that Elvis Presley would take that role for Teen Angel. Mm. Mm-hmm. And wow. one more for you mentioned, Hopelessly Devoted. That song was written after they finished the movie. Really? Oh, that's interesting. And, yep. They wrote it after it, and it was the only Grease song that was nominated for the Oscar in 79, Best Original Song, and it lost to Donna Summer, Last oh. Dance. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Donna Summer, if Kelly Rowland does not play Donna Summer, I am just like, I have put side-by-side photos for the last, I can't tell you how many years of like, when is this going to happen? This is like her daughter. They look so, so much, much alike. alike in certain styles. I mean, you, you have a hard time figuring out like actually who is who. And I'm just waiting for that. that. Yeah, it has to. It has to. My fear is like she could do the songs and like what happens if Kelly Rowling can't act? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, like I never thought of that possibility. Like, she looks like her. She could do the music. And then I'm like, she's like, you know. I'm Donna Summer. I'm, like, I'm going to sing a song now. Like the Ricky Bobby, the hands moving up. I like can't get and gets in front of the camera. Don't need to stand in for it, right? Oh my god! And then they're like, you know, the casting director's like, oh my god, no, she can't act. CJI or can we deep baker? That's when you need to just do an entire musical. There are no spoken words. Hey, Madonna pulled it off with Evita. Like, come in, come on. She can't act her way out of a wet paper bag. Exactly. They figured that out real fast, didn't they? <laughs> so just have her just sing and kind of lip sync and just, we'll just do a bunch a of music videos and smash them together and make it a movie. I'd be good with that. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would for sure. Awesome. Oh, my God, Johnny. Well, I hope everything is good out on the farm. Uh, you and Chatty doing go- doing well. Yeah, just we got those bottle babies that we have that were we got a mama that did not make it a few days after she that delivered happens it. Sometimes. It's, it does. It's, it's the only one we had like that. 
that's only mama we lost this wow. year out of all the the babies and so and it just like within 24 hours she was gone and we don't know exactly wow. what happened and so we we're i'm just really kind of bummed today she's but got twins so she's got she does and they're adorable and they're healthy i haven't decided yet um so far i've like last night for some reason i looked at him and i, I was like betty and lou like, that for some reason that name popped out like betty lou but it'd be betty and lou betty um, and lou. but i feel like you know lou might you know have a smoking habit and have a fondness of bourbon later in life. So <laughs> who doesn't? Like, <laughs> oh my God. All right, dudes. Well, thanks so much guys. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, thanks Andrew for coming in here too, Johnny. You guys are thanks awesome. Andrew, uh, and all, the links for everything will be in the description of our podcast and you can find us. It's Pat and JT um, pretty much everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and that echoes back again. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going to mute him as we go. There we go. There we go. Thank you guys for listening and watching. Oh, you can say anything you want when you're muted. Thanks, Johnny. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.